The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at Cigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic, Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single-barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box. If a brigade member buys a set, cigars, coffee, and whiskey, Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Twitter. I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherpan, the book, Matt Perot, the Bostonian live YouTube, Twitter at Boston versus the book, Sirius XM channel 159 replay with Sports Grid TV as well. Dave, it's kind of cold in Vegas, but what's going on? It, it's not that cold. You it's look freezing like you should, over here in this house. You should be in like Maine. Like this is like my sister type outfit for September the 20th. Yeah, I found a head, man. I'm going to keep it on. Because um, it's our show. We can wear what we want. True. And I'm wearing it. I like that. Um, it's cold in so many different ways, not just the temperature uh, over here in the ocean of estrogen. So I was uh, like, you know what? I'm going to put on I'm going to put on the, the hoodie and I might even put it up oh, while no. we're doing the show. Uh, oh, just wow. in case they're watching, which they're probably not. But we are here. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button while you are. Um I might see them today. I might not. Um, okay. I'm hoping that somebody reaches out to the boss, lets her know she can come on the show today. Maybe it would be a good segment. I'd like to talk to her. I got something to say to her. Oh, but no. in the meantime, me and you will talk. I learned about the furries yesterday. <laughs> I can't wait to see what I'm going to learn about today. That was a hell of a super chat. Good job, Dave's Daily Picks. That was nice. Nice work. So if you guys did not see yesterday's bonus time, you should definitely go and find it on our YouTube channel at Boston versus the book. You very well might learn something. It is um, not safe for work and not safe for kids. It's definitely an R-rated portion of the program, but uh, on TV and radio, we tend to keep it somewhat on the cleaner side. We're not a clean show, but we'll keep it on the cleaner side. But if you guys do have a question, if you want to get Dave to do the Anchorman thing and have a conversation about any topic you want, the Super Chats are open and available for after the show is over. So or after the 
uh, TV and radio portion of the show is over, not the whole show. So that's always the bonus time feature. If you haven't seen it before, BVB bonus time does not air on TV, does not air on Sirius XM. It does air on the Boston versus the book YouTube channel. So yeah. save it for about an hour and 30 minutes or so from now. And we'll have you guys. I mean, you could go. drop it in now. We you can do it after. The no, show. it's going to be a little while. Right. Yeah. You can drop it in whenever you want. And it's, right. it, it, it's it all goes in. in his file that P. Rawl keeps and- We'll yeah, get so to, we're good. Get to, that. Uh, to our BVB Brigade member friend, Emerson Lazia, DraftKings like own. It is National String Cheese Day, which I had no idea was a thing, but of course the brigade, the brigade figured it out. I think it was Addison who figured it out. Yes. Is there a day for everything? String tree, like String Cheese Day. Like somebody thought that would be a good idea. Where's, like you, what? Where, where's the day for for the like? The dads who live in an ocean of estrogen. We're, we're, it's called Father's Day. That's for every father. There got to be a place for the fathers that have all estrogen in their lives. You, me, all the girl dads. <laughs> there got to be a place for us. But no, there isn't. Is there a furry day? Oh, a national furry day. I'm going to say no. Maybe it's coming. Maybe it's in the I mean, works. There's furry conventions. I That's learned true. about that. 8,000 strong in Pittsburgh. The uh, furry business is booming in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's in the Midwest, too. There was, there was an Indianapolis one. There was a bunch of people. I did had no idea. Again, go back and watch that. That was unbelievable. Um, string cheese, national string cheese. How do you celebrate this? We should have tried to reach out to Emerson and get him on the show because this is his glory, right? This is, thank goodness be. for him being on the show, talking about the string cheese. And Addison and the crew finding it, putting it all together. Is this something to be excited about, Piro? No, it is not. But it is something for Emerson to be excited about because the Jaguars kind of, well, they didn't do much against the Chiefs. So a little bit of a reality check weekend for Jaguar fans in terms of Did where they are. Did you see the story that the Jacksonville Jaguar fans like would vote? Like they, they ain't going to give no money to re- uh, update the stadium and they're going to just, it sounds like they're going to leave. Like they're going to go to London. Nobody cares. Wow. I did not hear that at all. Oh yeah. There was a poll run. And again, oh, you know how I not, feel about not the Not official though. This is just, just a poll no, that said that. Well, no, no, no. They put it out in the newspaper. Yeah, but they're supposed 6%. to go for the next, next two years. They're going to play in Daytona while they renovate the stadium. That's the whole point. I don't know if they're going to, I don't know if they're going to do the renovations now. Wow. They put it in the paper. There's a story today. I can't remember if it was front office sports or not, but I saw it this morning while I was scrolling to try to find a play for the pirate game today. Woo! Pirates smoked. We'll get to that later. Um, 6% of the people would vote to improve the stadium in Jacksonville. Six. They're going to just let them go. So wait, is it, no. was it was it A or B or were there more than one options to select? It said, would you vote to improve the stadium in Jacksonville to keep the team here? Six percent. 94% said no. That's it. Wow. How about that? Well, they want to do the, the thing I read over the summer about what is the plan for the NFL. They want to have a whole division over there still. That's their plan is to have four teams over there. So if they moved Jacksonville over there'd be three expansion teams that would come into the league. Oh, so it would be, they want a full four team division over there where they can, when they come over, they come over and they stay. 
know, they play in New York, they play in LA, they go back. Does like, that work? It could. It's going to make it for really, it's going to be hard. I mean, but like if you do, if your road game is like two home games, two road games, two home games, two road games, like you could figure it out. So it's not that bad. And if your road game is like one game in Europe, one game on the East coast, again, the flight from London to New York is the same flight from London to California. Yeah. You did say that. So like, you can schedule it. You can play around with it to make it so the travel is not brutal. But like Seattle always leads the league in miles traveled because of how far up they are. Up, right up. And they're going to come down. The closest team is still a two hour plane ride to get down. So like traveling today, that pushback doesn't really have the same like Does strength it water the same. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't have the same type of pushback. Like, Oh, the travel is going to be brutal. Yeah. Not really. You you can do it to the travel is not horrible. It's more or less like the the tax implications and like, you know, media traveling over there. Will media travel international? Like what does that do to the companies that have beat reporters? And like, it just changes the way the game is going to be covered. I, I, the, the, the chat is such, I mean, the, the audience drives the show. I was trading some DMS with one of our, loyal listeners, watchers, whatever. And and we discussed that. Um, Sonic just chimed in. Furry day is October 8th. He looked it up. So it's official. October 8th is furry day. Will you wear a furry outfit on October the 8th on the show? Dress up like a furry animal? <laughs> you know, like a furry, where you wear a full furry costume on the show on October the 8th. Would you do it? Day of the week is that. I don't know. October the 8th? What's it matter? (laughs) Well, no, because if it's like a Tuesday, it might not fit into the schedule. But October 8th is a Sunday. It's a Sunday. So we'd have to do it Monday to 9th or Friday to 7th. 6th. Yeah. Friday to 6th. Well, we're going to have to discuss that. I got to just, if I could say hello to my wife at some point, maybe I'll ask her. (laughs) I asked, I didn't get to ask her about the furries. I wanted to ask her if she knew what that was. She didn't know. Um. Let's see here. Um, oh, no. The University of North Florida ran a poll. Jail relocation is more popular than the stadium reservation for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jail relocation or renovation? <laughs> is that jail? Hold on, what, what, that, that word relocation. Relocation. Jail. Oh, well, I get that. I'd want a jail out of my community, too, if I could figure out a way to get it out. So. I get that would be more popular. Sure. Where to put the money? Sure. Public money. Look, it was funny. There's a guy named Vegas Pauly C who has like a, like 200,000 followers on Instagram here in town. All he does is walk around and take video videos of Vegas. That's all he does. He was outside the Bellagio and he videotaped what right now the front of the Bellagio looks like. Would you say that the Bellagio fountains are the most photographed thing in Las Vegas? Like taking pictures in front of the Bellagio fountain. It's it's one of two, probably. Yes. It's a pretty big deal. Okay. It's a it, very big deal. It's it's, he made the point it's where one or two. He said it's the number one photographed spot in Las Vegas. And he made the case that it may be one of the top ten most photographed places in the world in terms of people who come and take pictures. It's the one thing everybody wants on their trip to Vegas. This is, this is a hundred. I can verify that, that everybody that comes here that I know wants to go see that or take a picture in front of it. I've done it probably 10 times myself with people in the past six months, a hundred percent. He's right about that. 
if you haven't seen what's in front right now of the Bellagio fountains, they've ripped up every tree that was there. These were imported when they built the thing 30 years ago, whatever it was. They ripped up all the concrete, which was hand carved in some places, very special car. They ripped it all up. And now until the front next year, on, on Las Vegas Boulevard, all that's correct. gone. All that's gone. Oh, that's you cannot okay. walk right now in front of the Bellagio fountains and you won't be able to do so again until they complete the grandstands, which are scheduled to be done in November. Are they going to leave the grandstands there or yes. are they going to take them down and then no, they're there for 10 years. They're there. Nope. They're there as a permanent part of the Las Vegas strip. I yep. don't, I, I, I don't get it. There's like no that. other way. And even Vegas policy, who has been one of the most pro F1 events here in Vegas, he saw that and he went, why would you do that? Why would you do that? What what would be the point? How much money do you have to get paid to ruin something that is an iconic thing for Las Vegas? And he goes, tell me in the comment section, is this worth it? Because I'm starting to, even me, I'm starting to be concerned that I'm not thinking this is worth it anymore. How are you going to walk on the strip? You know how many people, thousands of people per day walk on there? Is you going to go up, up and the over. grandstand and then... Down no, the grandstand. No, no, oh, you no. have to walk up you, to the Bellagio. You'll be, you'll be able to walk around. Once the, once the grandstands are up, you'll be able to walk underneath them. You'll be able to walk. That hall, okay. that, that pathway okay. will be open after the race okay. is over, but the grandstands okay. will still be there. Okay. You won't have the same shot from the road to see the see the fountains. That's now going to be blocked. If you were looking, remember how Paris, like I've stayed in suites at Paris where they give you the shot of the Bellagio fountain. Oh, that's a nice look. Yep. Gone. gone blocked can't, can't do that anymore. Oh, so that's gone my god but the you will be able to walk underneath it but right now as they're constructing the, the grandstands there is nowhere to walk you have to walk up and around if you're walking on the strip but you're changing the look of las vegas in a dramatic dramatic way for well, an event the only place they're going to do that right they're putting they got to put grandstands all along there correct but there's that's only Every other place, I guess, where they're putting grandstands, it's not going to block any view. The Bellagio. Well, I heard they shut the, the volcano down. Yes, uh, Mirage. But that was um, always going away anyway, though, because they're building their the Hard Rock in two years. When you guys come to Vegas, if you ever seen Miami's Hard Rock with the big guitar as one of the towers, that's going to get built on the site of the Mirage volcano. That's going oh, away. Oh no, this can't be. Daniel what? G. What just came in our chat and said. Literally plan to propose to my girl at Bellagio next week. What the F am I supposed to do now? I can't have that centralized shot now. Shaking my head. Thanks, Vegas. I had this plan for three months. Okay, hold on. I, Daniel I, G, you'll have, just have to go up the path and shoot it from the back. So there is still a way of doing that. You just have to go onto the Bellagio property. You right. have to go just up, walk up around. Yeah. And you'll be a little more, you'll be so public because if you're going to do it in front of the fountains, that's a public place and people would see you propose on the other side. If you go up by the valet where you're looking down, you can still take a shot and still do it by the, by the fountains. And that's a good be, shot. And so then, you, you can do that. You too. know, that escalator in right. between the Bellagio and the Cosmo, if you go up that escalator and walk like two or three little portals in poles, you could get a tremendous shot of the strip and the city with the, Lake in the background. 
You, you can still do it. It's just you, you may want to scout it out like the night before or something. We'll help you, Daniel G. Yeah. You can still do the shot. Yeah. I'm just I'm worried if you you, you still want to you want to give it a ring. Just be careful what you're doing with this. Make sure this is the one, Daniel G. Just 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 be sure. You can't play dad now. You can't do that. I'm just saying. 19 <laughs> years I'm in. Yeah. You know how I feel. <laughs> I know how you feel. That's all. Daniel G, be sure. Just be sure. Be sure. Just be sure about that legal document. <laughs> just, be, <laughs> just be sure. Rings are great. <laughs> Ceremonies are phenomenal. That legal document is, is fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, like, the legal document's the problem. Like marriage is great. Ceremonies are great. Rings are great. That piece of paper is a problem. <laughs> that, thing is, that thing is a problem. Hmm. Not a fan of that thing by any means. Okay. Uh, before we get to what happened last night, let's do some day baseball here. We've got three games underway at the moment. Uh, no, we have multiple now more than that. Uh, Red Sox top first, uh, top of the first two on and two outs for the Rangers against the Red Sox. That's just an ugly, ugly series for Boston. 4-2 already. Oh, that's the game's in the seventh inning. 4-2 Phillies. That game looking like it's going to be an under. A game top of the seventh. Nobody on two outs for Philadelphia. It's 2-1 to one Reds in a game that the Reds really, really need here up against the Twins. Twins yep. pretty much are in. They know it with the division. Uh, that is a 37-40 and 40 home record Cincinnati. Unbelievable. Top seven we go. One on, no outs. There's our one on, uh, no on, two, one, one out, nobody on. two to one. Sorry. One out. Uh, Nationals are up eight to one on the White Sox. Bases loaded top four, though, for Chicago, two on in a game no one cares about. And the Orioles and the Astros, we are in the top of the first inning. One on, already a runner on second base for the Baltimore Orioles, who really have hammered Houston pitching. Okay, question for you. Yes. Five games, five overs. I bet the over for the Astros and the uh, and the Orioles today, right? Do you think if the Orioles see the Astros in the postseason, which could be the ALCS, and they right. know they've scored eight, nine, and then whatever they score here today, does that give a young team confidence going into the playoffs? Because this Orioles team have not been in the playoffs since 2016 as a franchise, and really nobody on that roster has any real experience in the playoffs to talk about. Correct. Yes, I, I they have confidence now. Okay. They don't. They don't even. Uh, you can tell. I watched um, MLB Central this morning, and they had the kid on from Campbell University who plays the outfield. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the clubhouse is loose. Like they're Today playing. Of course, it's a whole different story in the playoffs. I understand, but like for a lot of these guys, they're they're getting the. They're not getting the reps. They're getting the thing that makes the playoffs just a little bit more. Are they? Yeah. Yes. They're, I don't they're, know. If I'm they telling are. you, I don't know if the pitching will hold up, but I'm not worried about the Orioles offense. This, no, well, look, we can't hold on. Now let's talk about this because you and I have discussed this already. I made the point that these playoffs might look a lot different with the current rule changes than in years past. And you went, yeah, until I see it, I'm not going to buy it because it's two, one, three, two baseball games everywhere. Are you backing off on that? Because the Orioles have three starting pitchers. The best ERA they've got is 3.12. The other guy's got a four. Other guy's got a five. Yep. They don't have, I mean, Bradish and, and they don't have starting pitching to talk about. Their nope. best reliever is Felix Batista, who's coming back off of the sprained UCL. He threw 20 pitches over a couple of days ago. And he's he coming back. He might be coming back. They're trying to get him ready. They're they're 
cautiously optimistic he could be in the mix <laughs> for the back end for the playoffs. Now they That's don't know that they, they don't want to promise anything. Cause you know, as we've seen with these injuries, like one weird throw and all of a sudden it's, you know, he's done, but he could be eligible. They, their bullpen is a bunch of no name guys you've never heard of and no one's afraid of, but their offense is phenomenal, but they've got a rookie play in third base. Who's been incredible. You've got Rushman, a catcher who hasn't never, has never been in the playoffs. Yep. Never had a major moment like this in his career. Yeah. I don't know. I, I still think that the Oriole games might wind up being three, two baseball games. And that scares me. I think they're, I think they're equipped to win either way. I really do. You do. I, I do. I think they're equipped to win. They're equipped. You to win trust their starting pitching. Really? No, not yet, but they may not need to go all of that. They may need to just get them five. They got one of the best bullpens in baseball. I don't know who any of those guys are. If they get this, it's been okay and since since August twenty fifth. It's been okay. I did all, I did a ton of this on this morning with 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 the Orioles. Well, it's been okay. They have an ERA nearly four. Their WHIP is not great. They, they, all their bullpen stats since August twenty fifth are pretty much middle of the pack. I'm very I'm very look. You look at the they're going to play the winner of the of the three six matchup, which most likely is going to be the Rangers and the Twins. So they have been extremely good against the Central if and they extremely. Get the one. They have they're, gonna, they, they're up by two and a half games with 11 to play again. And their schedule is much easier. The Rays end on the road. They end at home. So they should feel, get the one seed. They should get the one seed. I'm very confident. Yeah. The Orioles are getting the one seed. I'm pretty yeah. confident of that. So that means they've got the buy and they're going to be the one or the two. I mean, I guess if they're not, not winning the division, they, they can't get a buy. No, they're crazy. They're the one or the four. Four, Right. It's, not it's a gigantic it's a difference. difference. It really is. It's true. So, They'll play Rangers or the Twins. Most likely they'll play the Rangers. They win two games there. They're in the ALCS where they're going to play. The benefit for them being the one seed is that the Rays and the Astros are going to play each other. The other two teams that are competing with the Orioles are going to face off. Only one can get there. Wouldn't the Astros get the two? Yeah, then the Rays get the three. The, The Rays will play in the first series. They'll win. Right. The Rays will play the Astros. Right. So the Rays and the Astros are playing each other. Only one can advance. So the other, there's three no, no, legit no, 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 no. If the Orioles get the one seed, remember, the four or five play each other to play the Orioles. Not according to the bracket we put up yesterday. Yeah. yeah what? Three, six. Remember, the three, six played a two. Right. So hold on. Wait, look. Yeah. So the Rays would be the four. Look. Right. So then my point is, oh, okay. It's two, three. Okay. Yeah. The okay. Rays, the, Rays, I see what you're saying. the Rays would play the Orioles. Okay. So they, they, they are going to play that out. Okay. Yeah. And the other team, ironically, is another American League East team, the, so the better, Jays. So they're better off being the two seed. It's better to be the two seed than the one seed for the Damn Orioles. Damn right it is. You said the quiet part out loud. Wow. It's better. Yeah. Be the, but they can't be the two seed because the Twins can't catch them. The, or the Astros can't catch them. Or either or. They both can't catch them. Yeah. Oh, that's that's stunning. Yeah. I would have lost these games. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, because they have 95 and the Astros have 84. It's no not way. Deal. No the way. Winner of the yeah. American League East is the one the seed. The one seed. Oh, that's interesting. So they're gonna they're gonna have to take on. So that's why they're plus that three. math is hard. They're plus three hundred to win. They're plus three hundred to yeah, win. Whereas the, the Astros are the favorite. Which they should be, because you see now why they should be the favorite. 
Huh. Because of the path. So Wow. That's yeah. really that's interesting. I don't trust the Orioles. I, I think the Orioles have a really good chance of being in the American League Championship Series, but now I feel differently about it because they could get beaten by the Rays. Mm. Now Rays Astros, I think, has a far more likely shot. Of being the ALCS? Yeah. I think you have to learn. I, think, I, I love this Orioles team, but I, I, I've been, I did a deep dive on them today just looking at their numbers, and I was like, man, there's nobody. There's no veteran presence. There's no one who's been there. There's no one who's done it. There's nobody with a ring. They've, they're just so young. I think they're going to get to the playoffs, and I think they're going to grip the bat too tight, and I'm just really concerned about their offense come the playoffs. I don't know. I love them. I would love to see them in the World Series. I would love to see them play. If they can keep playing this loose – if they can have this type of feel, I'm in love right. with it. I just don't know if they can play this loose in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. One nothing already, Baltimore. Let's look at that. Orioles continue just to hammer. They just hit. Pitching. They just hit. Boston's up three nothing over Texas. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City just did something. Jeez. Kansas City. Kansas City up three nothing on the Orioles. Wow. I mean, on the on the Guardians. Yeah, that's a bummer too. Cleveland was going to hang around, and then Cleveland just fell off. Oh, Eight games back of the Twins. Now they're just they're, they're dead. Who's going to get the one seed? Put it in the chat right Orioles now. Orioles are getting the one. Got a seat. lot of people watching. Orioles, Orioles are the right. one. The question is, what do you do with Tampa? Or sorry, with Toronto and Texas and Seattle. So that's those are your three teams right now for two spots. One of those teams will not make the playoffs. The Rangers are 83 and 68. The Mariners are 83 and 68. Blue Jays are 84 and 67. One game up, but they've played mm. fewer games. So, I mean, it's still unbelievable to look at the American League and you know, the Rangers have a plus 151 run differential. Jays have a 66 run differential plus and the Mariners plus 102 run differential. And the National League, it's just ridiculous. The Reds are minus minus 45, Marlins minus 37, Diamondbacks minus 22. The oh, Cubs are a plus 99, but it's unbelievable that we're sitting here with, you know, we've got the Phillies. I think who I think the Phillies are in. Would you would you say that Phillies make the playoffs? I've been saying that for two months. I okay. definitely think so. Diamondbacks, Cubs, Marlins, Reds, Giants. All separated by three games. Cubs are playing the Pirates. It's um, they're only ten and one against them. It's unbelievable. Want to shout out Butchie? He's watching the show down south. I wanted to say hello to him. He's he's all over the Orioles. His place needs um, against the Orioles actually. So he's he's rooting for some other teams there. Just sent me that text because everyone. I mean they they're the good story. They're a great story. They're a fun team to watch. They're young. I mean. Your catcher was in the home run derby, switch hitting it. I mean, people were like, who the hell is that kid? Right. He, came on, he burst onto the scene. You know, they've been a very profitable team for a lot of people to bet on. And they've been one of those baseball betting dreams. You bet the over on them a lot. You can bet them on the run line a lot. They've done well in both. Yeah. It's just that playoff baseball for inexperienced teams, just seen it too often. It just, the Rays aren't battle tested, but they're more battle tested than the Orioles are. And I like their bullpen better too. Yeah, I mean, again, their their bullpen is the best in baseball uh, over the past, I believe it's three months, something I mean, like them that. not dying after the Wando Franco thing is somewhat of a stunner to me. I, I thought they were toast. Great manager, great organization, good players just show up and play. I don't know. They, they. Jay Dow's go, going to go selfishly. He said he's going to the game. 
Good. He's going to the Orioles games. We might have to go find Jay Dow. The play up the playoff games? He should go. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Why not? 9-1 Washington about Chicago, by the way. Whew. Nationals hitting, hitting, and hitting. Uh, Reds are up three to one now. Here we go. So here are the, the Cincinnati. Reds. Bottom seven, nobody nobody out, still one on, but three to one for, for the Reds who really do need it right now. The Reds are a game behind in the loss column to the Marlins and, and two games behind the loss column to the Cubs and the Diamondbacks who both play later today. So you know, ironically, you know who's going to decide the, the NL wild card, as ridiculous as it sounds? Who? The Pittsburgh Pirates. Really? They play all, They play everybody? Listen to this. I put this in a thing today when we were texting this morning, and I forgot to send it to you, so okay. I'll read it to you now. Let me find it. It is... Oh, their final four opponents are all contenders. They visit the Cubs, the Reds, and the Phillies, and then host the Marlins. The Philly series may not be necessary, but the other three are... Right? Very much part of it. Yeah. Ridiculous. 100%, Ridiculous. 100% part of it. Yeah. That's great. Well, that's what you want, though. I mean, if you're not a, if your team's not in it, at least your team can be a part of it in some form or fashion. That's fine. Play spoiler. That's fun. It is. Well, they already got 70 wins. I mean, this is yeah. be, this would be exciting. They're going to get close to 80. They're not going to finish 500, but how about the Red Sox team total right now for that, for their win total? Is sitting what? I believe it was 79. They closed that 79. It was just under 500. So it was 80, yeah. I think, or 79, 79 and a half. 79 and a half. I think yeah. is what the number closed at. Right? People were betting the under. I think it opened at 81 and then it closed at 79 and a half, is what I believe. So what's Red Sox, the, they have 75, 75 and 77 at the start of play today. Good number. <laughs> it's going to fall within one or two. See, now that you the sit sweat. there for six months and sweat it, comes down to the last week. And you can bet the opposite. You can't lose. You know, if it's if it's if you have under and they're sitting one win away, yeah, you just bet on them. Why don't people understand this? This is like driving me crazy. Why? Like, because ever since I did this Milwaukee Brewers bet, like people are, I just it's twisted them up into a pretzel. Like they cannot. Full every morning since I've done this on the Daily Juice, I've had somebody in here on our show yesterday or two days ago. Somebody can't figure out what the purpose is of this. Like they can't, people don't understand the idea of putting yourself into a market that you can bet against it. Like they think a bet's got to be a bet. Like I, a bet is what you think. And it's not the, it's not what we're talking about. We're talking about taking a position to work off that position. It's, I know this is like a little bit of a step up from a gambling perspective. Like it's not just who wins. It's okay. Now I'm going into a market because everyone's, I've got, I got, got this this morning. Someone's like, you know, the Cubs aren't going to be the team that the that the, the Brewers are going to play, right? I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me whether they play the Cubs or anyone else. It's the same principle. It's the same bet. They're going to be favored against whomever because they're home. They're the three seed. They're at home. It's the same wager. They're going to be favored. The team they play is the dog. You can bet the dog. You can get it plus money. The opponent will dictate how big of a plus you get. But it's just working off the number, and like I don't, I don't think there's a team that could be the six that would be favored over the Brewers. But it, whether it's, it's the, the Cubs, the Reds, the Giants, whomever, or the Marlins, right. Marlins, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. They can't figure that. Out. They can't figure that out. And then they can't figure out the fact that this is not me saying like the Brewers suck. How can you say the Brewers are going to win the World Series? 
not saying that. <laughs> That's not what I am saying by that bet. I'm not saying Milwaukee wins the whole thing. I'm saying, what if you're wrong and they do? Let's work off of it. And even if they don't and they get beat, we'll make a profit. Right. It's the same same thing with with the season win total bet. It's like, you know, you bet you you have the Red Sox 79 and a half. Okay. So the Red Sox schedule for the remaining uh for the remaining part of the year, they play Texas today. They're winning already for nothing. Right. They play Chicago on the road. Oh, sorry, right. at home. Chicago, Tampa, and then the end against the Orioles with four games at home. So all opportunity. If the Red Sox get to 78 wins, you can start betting against them and start making money. Dear Lord, this is like this. This is almost as good as the the long teaser explanation. No, it's 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 just one. frustrating. I think because people don't listen. They don't listen. And, period. It doesn't matter. It's, they listen with their mouths, and their brains are moving as they're listening, it and it's matter. like there's too much noise going on in their heads. So it's kind of like trying to watch a show when someone's talking to you, like you can't pay attention to both, right? You can't have both. So like you're thinking about your own bets as I'm telling you what the bet is and you're missing key components of things we're talking about. It right. Drives, it drives people nuts and me nuts because <laughs> you aren't listening to what we're saying. This is like being a parent when oh, you're talking to the kids and they're not listening. The kids, they don't, they listen, they hear what they want to hear. Pretty much. Told you this for years at the counter. You could tell someone the winner. Say, I have the winner. You got to bet under. And they're like, why well, don't I want bet unders? I don't want to bet under. I the final score, they sent it to me. <laughs> Not that this happens. Right. It doesn't happen. The games aren't fixed. They're rigged. Relax. But I know the final score was 17-14. The total's 42. Give me 11 dimes. I'll give you 21,000 in three hours. It's done. I already know. It's not even going to be a sweat. I don't like unders. I don't want to bet unders. Okay. Do right. what you want. Do what you want. Right. Then why do you ask? Why'd you ask? Well, do your own thing. Ask because they want to know, but then they don't listen. And you give them the answer and they don't want to know. So don't even worry about it. I mean, you just tell them this is what we did. This is how we do it. You want to listen? Thank you. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Tell one other person about it. We're up almost 1,500 subscribers. Somebody's paying attention to the show. We're getting thousands of views and stuff every day. We appreciate all of that as well. People mm. retweeting it and talking about it in the Discord. What's the Discord again? BVBshow.com. It's growing every day. There's people in there posting Good. pictures and stuff and furry convention things, ideas. There's all kinds of stuff sure, going yeah. on. Uh, day nine of the MGM cyber attack. This morning, MGM issued a statement saying everything was back to normal and everyone then posted their pictures of every problem MGM is having and they're having serious problems still. Monday night, at the Rio, things may have bubbled over because it was 1145 on Monday night to check in at the Rio. Yeah. And it was a three and a half hour, 50 person line to check in at, at midnight at, at midnight on Monday night at the Rio. I haven't been down there yet. We got one of our guys, uh, Z's here in town. I'm going to go. Yeah. Have, we're going to have to go see Z at some point, but yep. um, I don't know. Like, I'm not in no hurry to go down there, and people are, you know, either switching places to stay. I, I have no idea. I, I just I see what people send. I feel for the employees, man, every single day. I feel it looks the like the bigger properties, like the MGM Grands and the Bellagio, it looks like they've pretty much streamlined check-in, so it looks like that's moving relatively quickly now. The problem are the payouts 
uh, the ATM machines, the things you need automation for, not available. Your reward points, not available. And there may be other properties around getting hit because there's been some software glitches, some massive outages, like the Venetian, all their machines went down for a couple of hours. Like there's a, there's a lot of like things going on on the strip right now. That's, it's very weird. And what everyone is saying is, was that just a test run for what will happen F1 weekend? Oh, like, are they targeting F1 oh. weekend? So that's when they're going to really go. Like this was a test run. Be like, Hey, by the way, uh, yeah, it was $30 million this time. But now it's F1 weekend, so now give us $100 million or we're going to do it again. I'm even saying this out loud. I'm That's one saying terrible. It. They're saying it out loud. That would be so bad. I'm not saying everyone is. I mean, this is just what the, the, oh, the speculation is right now. Cross that this, what if this was just a show you event? Oh, Like we can do oh. it whenever we want. Oh, if you don't, if you, if, if you got the F1 coming in, you got all these people coming in. We'll do it to you during F1 weekend. Oh, that's bad. That's bad, bad. That's for everyone. That's for us, for Vegas, for the people coming here. It's bad, bad for everyone. Well, in a weird way, do you think somebody's saying this is might be a way to get it to be one and done? There's no way it's one and done. They've spent millions upon millions upon millions. I am, and they're going to lose millions upon millions upon millions if they mess this up like that. Yeah. I think they're going to go, you know what? We're probably, I mean, my gut, my gut tells me MGM and Caesars and everybody else, they will soon have a different proper, a different way of doing everything. Like I think that this will change operating in Las Vegas forever. I think the automation, it could go back to the way that it was. We could really come offline. I would a like of, a lot of things to go back to the way they were. Yeah, it could come offline. I mean, you you could see a lot more old school Vegas in the wake of this. As we're not going to do everything automated, you're not going to check in on kiosks. You're going right. to see a person, you're going to see a human being. They're going to hand you a card. We're going to have a bank of people. I mean, this is the problem that for these properties, even like with books, these new books are being built. Like the, the book at, at the Venetian, there's four windows at the Yahoo Sportsbook. Four, <laughs> four windows. Like if you oh. get on a football Sunday, you're going to have a lot. If, if you're, you're doing everything, it's not, yeah, you got to wait people. That's a, that's a long wait. So think about these new properties that are being built with kiosks. Like Caesars yeah. used to have a gigantic, huge bank of tellers to check you in. Now it's a huge bank of, <laughs> of kiosks yep. to check you in. So what um, happens then? I, I just looked down uh, the juice said MGM system is not back up. I got a right. Vegas trip coming up. I couldn't make any reservations to any of the restaurants at Aria. So that's possible. Uh, Greg Macaluso, mm, I believe hi, that's Greg. how it's pronounced. Okay. He has under 78 and a half wins on the Red Sox. How would I choose what games to bet on them? Wait till well, they get to 78 wins. And start taking the over. And you're going to lose yeah. each time. each When they get to 78, the next game they win, you lose the future bet. So you know what you do? Bet the money line. Bet on the Red Sox on the money line. You might lose one, two. Hopefully, you know, they win that next game. It might cost you, uh, you know, bet a half a unit just to cut the loss in half. Bet a whole unit. Depending on the matchup, if you like it, bet the full unit and cross it off. You can get out of the bet. You don't have to lose the full amount on the future bet. Yeah, they'll have 76 after if they win the game today, it's bottom two. They're up for nothing. So they'll have 76 hypothetically if they win today and don't blow it. They're up 
they'll have so you got three more wins they play uh, up against the white Sox are the problem they'll probably take two of three from chicago at home chicago right now is down 10-1 to the nationals and then you'll be sitting at 78 with tampa and baltimore they could lose all five all, all six of those games that's not impossible but more than likely they'll take one in baltimore or two in baltimore at the end right. of the year at the end of the year so just law of averages Tampa owns Boston at Fenway. So that could be, you could be good there with the 22nd, 26th oh, and 27th games with the white Sox coming up. It says that. Yes. That's a problem. They got three, that, that three game set with Chicago is the problem. Chicago's down 10, one at the moment. So good word. That's that, that's a problem. So any more of those throw them in super chats and we'll get it at the end of the show in, in, in this time. Yeah. Uh, what happened last night? How about this? The NFL continues to dominate. It's up 2%. 2%. Do you think the NFL becomes even more valuable the longer this strike goes for writers and the fact that we don't have network, we don't have television, we don't have prime, we don't have anything being produced that live sports, these numbers just will go up and up and up. The people just think people will watch sports more is the question this fall than other falls, given the fact that there's nothing on. Mm, I don't know if I'm ready to draw that conclusion. I've been saying for literally a decade, because I live with all these kids and people, people don't watch anything live anymore except sports. I've been saying it for literally over 10 years when I started to see the way the kids consumed everything. Right. And then we would all be running somewhere between practice or this or that but we would record something and all watch it together whenever our schedule allowed us to watch it together. And I was like, this is what's happening right now. But you don't do that with sports. You can record a game. If you're watching the Braves and Phillies now, you're not going to watch it tonight unless you're a diehard. you got to watch sports is still appointment viewing. It is. Will it become more valuable? I don't know if it can become more valuable. It will become more prevalent. Right? Like, I think ABC is putting Monday night football on every game the whole year. They should have never taken it off. True, but they did it because they wanted to drive up the most valuable thing in cable, which is ESPN. You can get ABC with rabbit ears. You pay six bucks a month for ESPN. They should have never taken it. That was one thing that people counted on and watched. I know, they made them billions. Why wouldn't they? I would have done the same thing. They did, but now that's, I mean, people aren't keeping the cord. They're cutting the cord. They're doing all this other stuff. They're going to put it back on there. I think you'll see a lot more stuff on the network stuff. I agree. College football. Teams like Phoenix is going up rabbit ear television to put their games on. The Suns. Yeah, that's region. That's regional and local. That's not national. But yeah, I get your point. I understand, but there's a lot of people in Arizona that watch those games, especially when they're good. They got KD and all this other stuff. It's gonna be. I think the value. People here's here's what's gonna be fun. People who forget what rabbit ears were like. HDTV is either it works or it doesn't. Oh yeah. There's no like fuzzy snow. There's none of that for HD. Either you have the connection or you don't have the connection and all those old people who grew up with rabbit ears in Phoenix 
who are not going to be able to figure out how to get the HD antenna hooked up to their TVs is going to be phenomenal. I mean, they're literally sending out rabbit ears to fans who are requesting them with a full guide of how to install the HD rabbit ears. Yeah. Jimmy Jack said uh, ABC had The Bachelor, which was a cash cow. They did. They put on TV shows on no, network no. television. To go, that, they counter-programmed. They put female-oriented television on ABC with male-oriented TV on ESPN. Made perfect sense. It did. It made them so much money. But now they're all struggling because nobody is working. We're six months in now. I mean, it is Disney Plus is now $199 because they're they're worried already. People weren't subscribing to Disney Plus the way they needed it to. Wait, and it's now, a dollar ninety-nine a month now? For six for, for news for new people to sign up is it's for three months, you get it for a dollar ninety-nine. And then what is it? Then it goes to six ninety nine, I think it is. Okay, it goes back. I mean, that's what people months. like us are paying already. Yeah, right. But they're trying to they're worried because they thought they get new subscribers, new shows, new movies. There's nothing coming out. There's nothing being produced. I mean, the only thing right now that is unscripted and new and unknown is sports. <laughs> Everything else is running its course. We're not seeing movies. You know, movies aren't being released. You're seeing movies being pushed back because they're not being edited, not being developed. Does it does it piss you off when they give the new people like that, like the, almost the thing for free, and no. they never even mention it to me? What I've been no. subscribing since it's the introduction. One. I agree. It's it's the introduction type of thing, you know. It's that is a, sorry, Will. That is fucking bullshit. It's true. I mean, it's the whole cell phone thing, right? You had it with cell phones forever. That they oh, give that used to drive me crazy. Yeah, you go in and you have a cell phone, you know, for ten years, and someone new comes in, and all of a sudden they get a free phone and they get free whatever, and you're like, wait a minute. Oh no, that's for new subscribers only. But I've been a customer forever. That guy's more valuable than me. Yeah. How much he money is. have I given that's, you over that's the years? That's what they're telling you. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what's going on in the, in the sports book stuff too. Like the new customers come and get this thing. Why do you think someone named you know uh, Joe Smith signs up, and then Jimmy Smith signs up, and then Bobby Smith signs up? They get all that new customer fees. And all that other stuff, they get the referral bonus now. They're right. doing all the stuff, all the stuff they did when I was in Curacao. They're doing now in a lot of these states for the new customers. And you're like, you know, they're not new. They're just <laughs> someone else's. Like they're just, it's, it's the same thing. You're just doing the same thing. Right. Repackaging, same thing. Phillies just gave up two runs. It's tied 4 4 in Atlanta. Full then game, a lot to go over in that game. <laughs> just go ahead and bet the over just four four. Like. And the Texas Rangers just scored four runs and tied the Red Sox. <laughs> wow, four four there. All right, so those oh, two games, fast. yeah, that was fast. Should have bet the over in both those over. games. I have the over in the Orioles and the Houston game. It's one nothing Orioles after one. So I need both offices to get rolling there. Do you think the NFL would ever trade in the wake of our last conversation? Would ever, would ever trade? Two games on Monday night for what for the Thursday night game? Oh, sign me up! No, it's you. I'm talking NFL. I'm talking about you and me or everybody else. The NFL. What the would NFL, you vote? I'd vote for yes tomorrow. Ask the chat. Chat. What would you vote? Two Mondays or one Thursday? What would you vote? I guarantee every person says give me two Mondays. No, I wouldn't say everyone, but a large majority will say everyone will say two games. Ninety percent. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. 90% of the people are saying, give me two Mondays. Yeah. Right now, there's no way in hell that would ever happen because they need that Thursday desperately. <laughs> right now, they need that Thursday. The games are crap. They are crap, but they need just a three-hour block. 
the NFL needs it. The NFL needs that standalone game on Thursday right now. What if People we staggered do- them an extra hour apart? Four o'clock, six o'clock, West Coast start. That's seven and nine. On Monday? Monday night. No, 7 p.m., 9 p.m. This BS they did this week was stupid. Like, that was just dumb. One hour stagger time is stupid. East Coast game, West Coast game every week should absolutely be a part of it. You should do it even with Thursday. You should do it anyway. You should do Monday, two games on Monday night. You should have standalone games at a 6 o'clock Pacific time start, 8 o'clock, whatever you want to do. But, like, not an hour. It's going to be more than an hour. Wow, we've got some Thursdays. I'm surprised. Yeah, I knew we would. we got a couple Thursdays. Because people like the rhythm of it. They like the Thursday rhythm. That's why they put it there. The game has no rhythm ever. It doesn't matter. It's football. It doesn't matter how bad it is. It's still football. You remember what Thursdays must-see TV on NBC were like, right? I go in way back to, to Cosby's show in Family okay. Ties. But remember the three shows where you went, you had Seinfeld, Friends and Frasier. You had that three. Yeah, those Lock three, it up. Right. Those three hours, those two hours and three shows. 55 million people watch that every week. It's insane. When you look back at the numbers of what Thursday, I, I, t- I do it in my class. This is part of my class where I teach that like Thursday, the way that the world in America, not the world, but the way America consumed content was Thursday nights. And so tremendous. putting football Thursday night, people of our age are used to that. So you take that away from them. That's a pretty big change. Thursdays have always been a night to sit at home and watch something, either TV or sports. And then go to work and talk about it on Friday. Friday. And then go out with your, with your girlfriend, wife on Friday. And then Saturday, watch football. And Sunday, watch football. That's the rhythm. If you pull that Thursday out, a lot of people are going to get pissed off. People like it. Cosby show, family ties, cheers, night court. Bam. So I just put it in there. That was the original must watch. Before they tagged it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then right. they did Seinfeld. big numbers, but Seinfeld oh, and no. friends changed the game. I mean, that changed everything. Seinfeld just once you, once you had those two, I mean, it's funny talking friends to was class. at eight. Seinfeld was at nine. What the hell yep. was in between? Frazier. Was it Frazier? No, Frazier wasn't in between. It was after. No, what was on Thursday nights? Hill Street Blues was on. Not NBC, though. NBC. No, Hill Street Blues was, I think. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. There was something at 10 that was watchable, too. It was 8, 9, and 10, and a sandwich shows in between. Man, you're right. Wow, the 55 million people <laughs> on Thursdays would watch that. It would be, it was, it was just be. So that lineup was. Uh, let's see. Um, the nineties, man. Oh man. That's funny. Must see TV, the comedy era. Okay. So that was pre must see TV. Oh, that's when they started rolling out. NBC had will and grace. ER was in a late slot. ER. Good point. Yep. Yeah. ER was in a late slot. Thank you, Sonic. Man, oh man. They dominated. I mean, they absolutely everybody watched it. It wasn't even a question. I didn't even know there was TV on the other channels. Right? <laughs> Nobody knew. Because if you didn't if you didn't watch it on Thursday, on Friday when you went to work, people would bring it up and you'd be like, Oh, you missed it. And that's what started TiVo. The TiVo advertising campaign was all based on that. that right. We can record so you right. don't ever miss the show that everyone's talking about. 
And they use Seinfeld and Frasier and, and Friends and all those shows as as the example of what not to miss. So do you think the thinking, I mean, at least during NBA season and NHL, they, I mean, they're taking sports Thursday, their best game. The TNT is must watch on Thursday night. So Viacom, I'm not going to be surprised if CBS is not planning on putting NBA games on in primetime. Taking the TNT audience and recasting on CBS right now wouldn't shock me at all. If you do that. Wow. Got, think about it. They've got so many channels to fill, but the big boy is CBS. They've got all their national affiliates. They got to right. give them, they got to give them a fall sweeps they program. Give them something. What right. do you give them during sweeps? You, I mean, you don't have anything to give them. You got to figure out a way like, okay, give them Chuck, give them Charles Barkley. People might watch that. We might actually have something. If we got the game of the week on TNT and on CBS. Like, uh, I think this model of the idea of putting it on from Monday Night Football being putting on ABC, right. I think that's being considered in board in boardrooms across the entire country right now about what do you do NHL games on NBC? Not going to be shocked at all if you see a primetime Tuesday, no, Thursday, ABC, right? Because ESPN, yeah. ESPN got the contracts that'll put them on ABC and then TNT is what? Well, will they put them on with a network? CBS is CBS. the guy. It's Viacom. Yeah. So you put them on CBS. Okay. I think we're going to see a, this fall. I think there's a real chance that we see a lot of, of NBA, NBA and NHL games on broadcast TV during the week, during the week to fill the time. Wow. Until they figured it out because right now and this strike is showing no signs of stopping. They don't have any content. <laughs> they just don't have. And like um, Drew Barrymore's show, her daytime show is coming right. back. Yeah. Basically walking across the picket line, it's getting absolutely destroyed. Sponsors are getting ripped. She, from- she pulled it back. She says she's oh. not going to do it. Okay. So again, that she was coming in and she was getting, I know she's getting hammered. So that's how loud it was. Right. She couldn't do it. She tried to come back and she couldn't cross the picket line. So did you record these shows on VHS tapes or was that? Be- was no, that I never recorded anything. I did record stuff on VHS movies. I never recorded shows. It was always too difficult, but TiVo, okay. we had the first iteration of TiVo. You did? Oh, yeah. When that first came out, we had TiVo right away. Yeah, a guy I'm, with I'm little things in you. his head. I, we got guys in the chat that they're talking about uh, recording stuff on VHS tapes yeah. and stuff. We, you had to record Thursday night. If you were going to be my, out. My friends would, would tape the dirty movies on VHS. That's what they would tape the oh. HBO. <laughs> So they would go like they they would contraband the stuff. So like we so you you'd have you'd have the HBO show that because HBO would show like a dirty movie at 10 p.m. So you could tape uh-huh. it and we'd go to school and so then we'd come back and we'd like do exchanges. We'd like go ahead and give each other each whoever had what tape and what movie. Right. So, yeah. Bloodsport. First time I ever saw this thing. I, I saw boobs the first time two times. Bloodsport and Roadhouse. Oh, first I'll time. never forget the first time I saw him was trading places. <laughs> Jamie Lee First time those two, those uh-huh. two topless. I was like, what is that? And why is that? I need more of that. <laughs> yeah. We froze. We were like, Whoa, what did she just do? Cause we didn't see coming. Oh. And then strange, uh, science. What was the science? The 80 science movie. Shoot. Blinded me with science. No, is it weird science? What was, what, oh, what was, what was the movie uh, where he created the girl? He created, yeah, he physically created. Her, yeah. So yeah. weird science, right? Weird science, yeah. That would then song "Blinded Me with Science" was in it. Okay, that was a song. Weird science was what one was of her them. Name, risky, yeah. bi- risky business was another. 
whiskey business. Well, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. See, I, I kind of, I, it's weird. I watched that movie, but like, I, I, I was, all, I was already kind of old. That was like my high school. Like, I watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I was, I was like watching that. Like, there were a couple movies like that that came out. I was like, that's like today. <laughs> like, like that's because everything we did in my high school was like fake sixties. Like we were the nineties, right. but like everything right. was the sixties. Right. Tie dye and bell. Weird science, highly underrated movie. The, phenomenal the boys movie. in the chat are flowing with weird science. <laughs> it's a phenomenal movie. Oh, that was a great flick. Kelly LeBrock. Yes. That's it. Crunchy yes. beaver. Yes. You didn't even have to drop a super chat. Kelly LeBrock. Every guy was in love with Kelly oh. LeBrock at one point or another. Every guy. Heck yeah, for sure. <laughs> Tomorrow, Thursday night, speaking of which, the line's 10. 10. Total is 44 out. and a half. What? Officially out. Somebody just dropped it in the chat. Barkley's out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's not playing. We like, this. we didn't know that. Right. Yeah, we knew this. He was out. Here we Barkley. go. Barkley's not playing. But, I mean, double-digit favorite on Thursday at home. They're going to win the game. But are they going to cover? I don't know. Or I mean, do you feel confident in this? I don't even want to watch this for two seconds. Honestly, I don't. I don't. What am I going to learn from this game? The Giants have been stuck on yeah. the West Coast. Their best player offensively, all due respect to Danny Dimes. Come on. Saquon is yes. the man. Yes. He ain't playing. This is like, just don't get no one else hurt. Like, they're going to try. Don't get me wrong. It would be great if they could win. They win in this game. So now I got to worry about whether they're going to cover or not and all the other stuff. Totals 44 and a half. I don't even feel good about that. I don't because it could be a blowout. Right. I mean, it could be, it could be 31, 17, never in doubt. The game goes yeah. over 38 to 14. Yeah. It could, I, I want no part of it. I mean, I, this is a very hard game to bet. This is, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I I'm inclined to same game. Tease it. San Fran minus San Fran down and go over. Yeah. Over 38 and a half. You know, I'm going to, I mean, if you do that stuff, like I I can't, I have I've hit three in a row. I know you're hot. This is what I'm saying. Like (laughs) it doesn't matter what I say for like the people that are watching the show and like the show. And like, when I say book it, don't say, Oh, well, Dave's booking it. That means he don't like it. I got to turn to my bookie card. If I don't book the same game teaser. So, So most of the time, but they can win. But they can win, and that one, I mean, that's the way to do this game. It's the only that's, way to do this game. The, uh, you know. There's no other way to do this game unless you want to give – you You could give the the, nine, the the Giants 16 points if you want, but no thanks. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want that side. I, I don't what, – what, what's to like about the Giants against the San Francisco defense without Saquon? At home, I would go, oh, maybe, but – I mean, they they're not happy with the way things went against the Rams. So we got to say hello to sure. our friend D Stout nineteen. Okay, he says finally I'm here. I hate being late. D Stout is the guy that's Mac and Daddy and driving around on the tractor with us on the screen and us in his ears. D Stout, welcome to the show. Welcome to the chat, sir. Thank you. We it's need some more setup performers too. like him on the show. Agreed. Now, previously in the NFL, when there was a 16-game schedule, everybody said, if you go 0-2, you're dead. Now at 17 games, people are saying, well, 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 hold on, maybe, maybe. Is that number now 0-3? 
Chargers Vikings, both 0 and 2. Is the loser dead? Yeah. So then if that's the case, I, th- I, agree. I think I mean like what how are the Vikings gonna fix 0 and 3? You can't their schedule in that on that side. And then the Chargers, if one of them isn't, it's the Chargers. It's the Chargers. You, 0 and 3, they can overcome 0 and 3? Yeah, because there's a stretch in their schedule. Don't you remember, I think, where they can yep. win three in a row? Yep. The three-game winning streak cancels out the three-game losing streak. I don't see the Vikings at any point in their season winning three games in a row. So if that's the case, and I agree with you, would you entertain trading Kirk Cousins and would you talk to the Jets? Oh, here we go. About trading Kirk Cousins to the Jets. Do the Jets want Kirk Cousins? Do they want him over Zach Wilson? The answer is well, yes. Now, maybe it's a rental. You know it's a rental, and Kirk's going to go on the market. He's not signing with the Jets. We know that, but... What can we get? Not much. What if Minnesota wins this game and comes back one and two? They're, they're, they're fine, right? No? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I asked you, if it's the Vikings and they lose, and they go 0-3, and, and I think the Chargers are going to win the game. Minnesota plays Carolina next week. Okay. Favorite on the road. Agree with that? Yeah, given the way that the offense looks. Yeah, that's fair. Do you think they're making like? Do you think somebody up there is reaching out? Uh, I saying, think, hey, if we lose, man. We'll talk why, if, if they wanted to keep Kirk Cousins, they would have signed him and extended him. They did not. He's on the last year of his deal. The Vikings know that there are two and or three first round quarterbacks available in this draft that can reset and give Justin Jefferson a young quarterback to develop with as they go. Caleb Williams, Drake may we'll see who comes out, but Sam Hartman, there's there's quarterbacks coming in the draft that there will be four or five first round quarterbacks next year in the draft. Mm. So you could reset it. And you could go with a cheaper model. You get a quarterback who's good, cheaper model, or you can tank for Caleb. You're 0-3. Get rid of everybody. You can even trade Justin Jefferson if you wanted to, but I don't think they would do that. But Kirk Cousins is 100% on the block if they go 0-3. Caleb ain't going to like Minnesota. No, but Drake May might. Or maybe somebody else, Sam Hartman, might. It's a dome, so it's not like you're playing outside. Right. And you got arguably the best wide receiver in the game. I would do it. If I was the Vikings, you if I would. lose this, I don't if think I, I would. I don't know. If I lose this, if I lose this game and I'm 0 3, I tank. You punt? I punt That's the whole it. damn year. I tell and, and I think my and you know what? I think Viking fans would be okay with it. We're gonna go get a top five pick. We're gonna go get a new quarterback, franchise quarterback, to see what we're gonna do, how we're gonna build the team. Tell Justin Jefferson, look, it, it's just going to be a rough season, but we got you. We're going to get you who you need for the next decade. Not short-term, long-term. Yeah, they have a young head coach, have one of the youngest head coaches in the NFL. Right, right. Perfect to develop a young rookie quarterback. They, they clearly it's not do not. not a bad pitch, but I don't know. I mean – the Viking fans are they're a special breed. They really, I mean, they, they put don't in, like so, they don't like Kirk Cousins. 
They used to love them. And I'm like, no, they don't know. It was like one of those things that they tolerated it him. Was, they what? They tolerated him. They loved him when he first came. He was wearing the yeah. gold chains and all that other stuff that was last, last year. That was last year. They went 13 and three, but they knew when they it came loved them. Yeah, till the playoffs. And they all went, oh, right, that's Kirk Cousins. I love Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins just is like the dad. He's just this like. You love Kirk Cousins. He's just like the squarest, kindest, nicest dork in the NFL. What? He is. He's the biggest, like, he's the guy that you see wearing white New Balance shoes. Like, he's just the most typical dad. There's a lot of those ever. guys walking around in sports books. I know. Right they, they, all, they all should love Kirk Cousins. He's one of them. You know, <laughs> he's the antithesis. He's like the anti version of Wolf of Wall Street when they're chanting one of us, one of us. Instead of blowing lines, they're like looking forward to mulching their lawn. Oh. Speaking of one of us, you saw your man Mad Dog today, right? Love him. What a clown. He's not a clown. He's a clown. I love him. I, love him. I absolutely love him. I'll defend Mad Dog for life. I he's why I'm in the business. Explains a lot. I love, love. I don't love get it, Chris Russo. I, I love. Chris, I always love Chris Russo. I would take a bullet for Chris Russo. I've told Chris Russo this himself. I've said you are responsible for creating this career. A hundred percent, Mike and the Mad Dog. Unreal. I saw him in Phoenix. I said hello. He big timed me. Of course, he big timed you. He's sixty five years old. He's been big timing people Probably since didn't he was thirty. Him. Probably that too. Him. Yeah, he's probably high too. Probably just <laughs> half the edible. That he said, hey, Chris, how you doing? And just went like this. Like he's like, well, did I hear something? I don't know who that was. I just can't believe he actually on live TV talked about eating half a gummy, drinking a beer at twelve o'clock, calling his bookie, and putting ten dimes down on the game illegally. It was so bizarre. <laughs> it was like everyone on the on set he was gave like, out. He goes, I would call Rocky seven one eight four five six, and then he stopped. stopped. He almost gave the full number to his guy. I got a bookie. I'm gonna go bet ten dimes with, and he said the right terminology. He was like, I'm gonna go drop ten dimes on whatever he was gonna bet on Colorado. Right. Colorado. Yeah, he's taking Colorado. It was Plus so good. 21. It was so good. By the way, uh, this just came across, so it kind of harkens back to what we were talking about, what? but live TVs. What? Um, the sportsbook applications are going to start streaming games too. Oh, I know. I already told I, I I saw that software a year ago. Yeah, BetMGM is I now. Said, Can't I watch it on my damn TV? Like I'm going to be so far behind now on the stream yeah. on so your just... app. They just they just announced it that BetMGM is they're gonna they're gonna now start showing MLS games. Yeah, perfect. Including Inter Inter Miami and, and Messi. Yep. Tonight, starting tonight. That's so, yeah, awesome. If you have the BetMGM app, so I mean, if you use it to watch the games, it keep you locked in. Well, that's Amazon. The same well, problem. Yeah, but but at the same time, are you in a hurry right now with what's going on with MGM? to download their app and give them all your information and stay locked in on an application. It's a fair point. Yeah. I'm not in a hurry to do that. I don't know about you. Yeah. It's a fair point. Sucks what's happened to them. This is just a tip of the cap. Cause yeah, it has to be acknowledged. So it came out yesterday <laughs> that the blocked field goal for, and Pat McAfee pointed it out. Could give credit to Pat that Jake Bailey, the holder, for the for the for the field goal that was blocked by the Patriots. Yeah. When he exhales, 
the ball gets snapped. Belichick knew that and kept that to himself and didn't tell anybody till the week of the game. He knew that when Jake, he watched Jake Bailey throughout his entire, he never corrected Jake Bailey for doing it. He never told him he had a, he had a sign just in case he went to somewhere inside the division and the Patriots would play them. He knew the tell of Jake Bailey and didn't tell Jake Bailey he was doing it. He tipped his pitches. Belichick knew he didn't tell him that he did it until the Patriots played the Dolphins with Bailey holding and then told the kid, here's what to watch for when you're running up the line. When you see him exhale, go. That's a Machiavellian shit right there. That, that is, is one sick <laughs> son of a. I mean, that is good. He waited that, how many years just in case? How many other guys does he have a book on of his own team that he's just holding on going, yep, that's a tell, that's a tell, that's a tell, that's a tell. I know everything that's coming and when I ever play against you, I'm going to use that against you. He doesn't correct his own players' tells. That's, I mean. You would think it, right? You'd go to your own guy and be like, hey, by the way, like if a pitcher was tipping pitches, you'd go to your pitcher and say, hey, you're t- tipping pitches. This is a manager saying, I'm not going to tell you you're tipping pitches because if you go to the other team, we're going to use that against you. Right. We're gonna hit, we're that's, gonna hit that's professional sports. So, like, <laughs> if I'm coaching the kids, like, I tell them, you know. Of course. If, although – as a dad, if the kids are tipping something, I don't tell them. I'll wait. Okay. I'd be like, Bill, be like, I put that right, right here. I ain't even telling the wife. I'm going to get them all. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I don't like it. I loved it. And the way movie. he did it, oh. run up the line in time. They're going to outlaw that. You know that, right? There's no way they're going to let that stand. The Why? NFL is they're gonna outlaw that. Watch the NFL is You're gonna, gonna have to that. put a guy on the end to block that mofo. They're gonna and that's why they're gonna say it's dangerous. Dangerous. Yep, I guarantee it. Belichick, exciting as hell. Belichick can't you can't change the rules. When Belichick finds the rules, when he finds that gray area in the yeah. rules, the NFL gets so pissed off. Oh he knows the rule book better than they do. I damn right. I like that. You're frozen. Snap your fingers. Look at that face. Looks like he just passed gas. Look at that face. <laughs> Thank you. Snap your fingers. Doesn't matter. There we go. Now I'm back. Oh, okay. snap my fingers doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, I snap my fingers okay. up when you come back. Yeah. That's how I know you're back when I see the snap and hear it at the same time. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's fantastic. That is, so, I, I did not know that tip of the captain Belichick being, didn't tell him. Didn't tell him. He knew about it, but didn't tell him. He had him on a team. <laughs> didn't tell him for years for five years and didn't tell him that that was his tell just in case if he went somewhere else uh coach prime's sunglasses line it does not go on sale till october 12th but over seventy thousand pairs of those glasses have been sold so far i saw one of the moms of a of a boy in kendall's class yesterday after yeah. school yeah and her boys play football okay and she's like i'm so into what's going on with Dion that I tried to order his glasses and I couldn't order them pre-order only. I said, what, how many are you going to buy? I said, add an order for me, just bring them into school. I'll get them. Cause I didn't even know to think to order them. Like they would be sold out. They had an original plan for like not even half of that number. They said, well, maybe sell, we'll sell 25 or 30,000 pairs or something. 
total. 70,000 pairs. And counting. Man, oh, man. I don't Good know. Everything, everything is coming up green for Deion Sanders, yep. except, well, the green this week might be a problem. Oregon's 3-0 ATS. The spread's going down. Some of our friends down south have already moved off 21. Let me 20 see. and a half. Really? Colorado money coming in? No. It's Wednesday. They're just messing around with people. Okay. I don't think. There's some friends that tweet out those bet percentages things, like for the colleges today. And uh, JD, Junkyard, yeah. Yeah. answered it with a tweet that said, I bet 10% or less of the bets that come in on a game, especially college football, are in as of right now. I think that's an accurate number. That's so. number. Be cautious oh, about those bet percentages. Yeah, they're nonsense. Uh, seven four Texas. By the way, they scored seven on answering the Reds. Texas. They, so they where's were. the Colorado game on the sheet? Let me see. It is three seventy one, three seventy two. I got to remember that. Uh, I see all twenty ones. Even down south. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe we moved back up. It was twenty uh, and a half before the show. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody was testing the waters. Somebody's putting it out there saying, let's let's see who's going to follow here. I don't know. You, do you feel any different? This is, you, you, you know. Not yet. I mean, I'm still looking at team total. I still want to see what the team total is in, in, in Vegas. I know all, we talked I about yesterday. Okay 40 and a half. Game. Like people are so like they have to have a bet on this game. You don't have to have a bet on this game. No, I don't. But I like to. I mean, it'll be fun. Well, you do. But I'm, I'm talking yeah. to people in general. Oh, right. Like. The number can be perfect. I, I, we talked about it last week. The number was too much delay on Colorado. It didn't mean you had to bet Colorado State. It was just no, I did take I a pass. Did and, willingly. You know, we bet the game over, and it, somehow it got over. By the way, we had Dave's daily picks come into super chat yesterday and ask about the furries. I was texting with him on Saturday night. He wanted to shout us out both a thank you for teaching okay. him how to play the games in game. All right, because. Mm-hmm. Not he you. had 70 and a half right. under. Uh-huh. And he sent me a text. Uh, Are you watching the game? I said, of course. And he's like, I think I'm going to play over 55 and a half because I'll have my a huge middle. Mm-hmm. And in case no they tie it here. Right. You know, because he already had the under 70 and a half. If Colorado doesn't drive down and tie it. So he bet over 55 and a half. And wouldn't you know, that was the only side of the bet that he won because they went into overtime and scored and scored. scored, scored, scored and scored. you had under 70 and a half, which was a dead nuts winner. Except OT. And he Goodbye. fixed it that way. So something uh, I just wanted to, re- I just remembered it right now. He wanted to shout us both out. Appreciate you Good. letting us know that. Uh, LSU safety, Greg Brooks. Oh, this story got me here. Brain tumor diagnosed last week was dealing with dizziness and vertigo. (sighs) MRI found a large tumor in his brain. They went in. They called it a medical emergency. They went in and got it. Got it out. They're awaiting biopsy results, but they, I guess, got it. And Brian Kelly, when he was asked yesterday about whether or not he could see this kid play again this season. Brian Kelly said, talking about Greg Brooks, he was pretty clear about playing again this year, but that's Greg Brooks. 
Would you play again? You asked me yesterday about would I get shot up? Would I get it? I take a shot to play football. And I said, these kids are nuts. If you had a brain tumor removed, would you go play football? No. Right. No chance. This is the, this is the difference in the mentality of a young person, the invincibility of a young person. They think, no, this is, I I love, I hope he does. Like, I mean, really? Well, no, only because I hope he doesn't, you have to have the mental, you have to have something here to get you through this. You, you feel dizzy. You go to the doctor and he tells you, Oh, you got a brain tumor and has to come out tomorrow or next week. Like that. I lived that. My dad was having headaches. Apparently I was in Phoenix and they called and said, yeah, my dad was like, we're having, we're having surgery. Uh, they got to remove a brain tumor in my head. And I was like, what are you talking about? I talked to you every day for 40 years. Like what, what, what's going on? Doc said, it's, it's in there and it's in a bad spot. Dave, I got to go. It was Wednesday night or t- it was Tuesday and he is going for surgery Thursday. Life changed like that. Everything changed. So for this young kid, he's got to have that goal playing. Now, I wouldn't recommend playing. No. If I was his dad or uncle, I'd be like, dude, just get better. Like, yeah. worry about walking and talking and, you know, come out of the surgery. And I don't know, man. Like, the brain tumor thing is there's so many things that happened when I was young and in my life with people that I think about all the time, but I don't worry about. You know what I mean? It was always like my my grandfather that I never knew, Plato, passed away from a heart attack at 47. I never got to meet him, but I lived with that, like, geez, I got to get to 47. Then I had a stroke at 50. Now you send me this story. I read this story about the brain tumor and thinking he's going to play. Man, God bless. What Brian Kelly's his coach. He knows he's going to read the quote. Yeah, that's a good That's a good target to have. He ain't playing this season, P. Ralt. No okay. way. No I way. Not. I mean, it's full boy. Saw that. Uh LSU is minus 17 and a half against Arkansas. Not that it matters in the wake of this, but how does this affect the team? Do you think, does it impact the locker room? Is it a rally for the locker room or is it like, Whoa, that's real life. That's real life. Right? Like these things find a way of galvanizing a team. You realize you're playing for something else other Mm -hmm. than yourself. Like it just, it does something in there. I don't know. I will want to be Arkansas coming into that right game. i would not want to be arkansas coming into that game there's going to be all that stuff what's arkansas's expectations season wise what would their season win low like six not good yeah this was this is a not an angry lsu team but it's at home it's a four it's, it's a it's a night game at lsu oh goodness gracious yeah it's a night game in baton rouge it's a 7 p.m eastern time kick 401 402 let me see uh oh wow yeah 18 opener they took they took any 18s are gone except for circa and south point here in town everyone else is 17 and a half in the world too totals 54 and a half looks like a dead under just from looking at the numbers but i again we'll get more into that as we go on further in the week uh wow i don't know the brain tumor thing, again, there's so many things between the brain tumor, the stroke, all this other side. They go to the doctor, give them my family medical history. I'm just like, check every box, doc. Mm. Somebody in my family had something. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. So, mm. 
that one hits home a little bit for me. Of course. So Iowa lost their starting tight end for the Penn State game. Number is 15 still. PSU is 3-0 ATS. Do they go to 4-0? Everybody keeps saying that, making me so nervous. How many points is Iowa going to score, P-Rock? God bless you. Thank you. Um, 13. Sounds right, but I don't know now. McNamara's banged up. They can't really run the football that well. Tight ends, the thing at means tight end you. Mm. Not good. This is a this is shaping up to be a bad, bad game for Iowa in my mind. White out. Jack Jack, our producer Friday night. He's doing our show and then he's getting in a car and driving right up there for the game. Awesome. Good for him. Enjoy that. He's going to send us pictures. I said, you must send us pictures. If you've never been to a whiteout game at Penn State, it is a tremendous experience. I did it when it was just in its infancy. Uh, I think I I was in trouble. I think this is this is is not a good game for. I hope you're right. I'm three and zero betting Penn State this year, so I know I've laid the points every game. Rolling, don't change it up. I'm going to bet it again. We are. Michigan Michigan State is dealing with a whole lot of nonsense. We don't need to go into the whole Mel Tucker thing, but it's a massive distraction, okay? Ooh. They're fighting the public back and forth. You're screw you. No, screw you. You're lying. You're lying. I, I want my $80 million. We're not paying you my $80 million. Not good. So Michigan State got thumped yesterday, last week. Maryland's laying seven on the road. You, you're comfortable with a home fate or the home dog here when I lay the points NBC's got the game middle of the afternoon 1230 Pacific time 330 Eastern nah I don't want nothing to do with it right because it feels like last week was like the what the hell is happening right game and so they just everything was so you know heightened and they got killed but Maryland's 3-0 and they just beat Virginia 42-14 the number After tells me first start uh, slow first half, right? That was one that they didn't score right away. And then they pulled away. Oh yeah. Well, that's the game in Virginia. It was, they were down 14, nothing scored 42 oh. on, it scored 42 unanswered. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maryland. Okay. And that, that was, that was the game I had Virginia's team total under and somehow some way. And I got under 16 and a half. Right. That's my craziest bet so far this season. Two drives, two touchdowns, no more points rest of the way. Betting an under, team total under. PSU 97, football guy 97, I mean, is in the chat. Thank you. He's here, asked a question about yesterday's getting the show live. Hopefully he's got it live today. Yeah, he's guys in the t- chat. Yeah, he was Quit. having problems. I don't know. What he, I can't figure it out because he was having YouTube problems, which we can't help you with YouTube. I don't know, but YouTube's been pretty solid for us. Yeah, so that's- just subscribe to the at symbol. Boston versus the book, and you'll get this notification. Hit the notification button. tells you when it's starting, and you just go to your device and pop it in. Ask the chat. 15. Penn State covers, yes, though. You take Penn State or Iowa. And uh, I don't think we need to ask this one. I mean, I don't want nothing to do with this. It's Maryland or nothing, though. I agree. I got to wait. This number feels like the books are anticipating a bounce back spot for Michigan State, but I don't know. I yeah. I, this is you, you sit there at seven and go, come on, please, somebody take it. Give us the roadmap here. Yeah. Ain't nobody taking it. You end up sitting there at seven, and then they come in Saturday morning and lay you. You go to eight and a half, nine. Maryland wins by 14, and you go, what the hell are we doing? We should have moved that number before. Yeah, it's mm. not good. It's a bad situation. Oklahoma. 
also three and zero ATS. They've won in co- they've covered the the lines by an average of nineteen and a half points. They're not just covering, they're covering. Right, right, right. <laughs> they're laying fourteen and a half at Cincinnati. At what point do the books are just like we're going to overinflate this just to try to get a number of people betting the dog? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a weird matchup. Why are they playing now? Big Twelve. It's a conference game. Cincinnati is a Big 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a Big 12 game. Can Cincinnati score enough to keep up? No, right? No. How good is OU really? I don't know. It looked really good. It looked really good. Is the Texas game next week? Did he play the Red River shootout next week? Oh, no, no, no. Red, uh, no let me see. Uh, Red River's got to be in, it's not, it's in October. Let's see. Uh, Oklahoma schedule. They play uh, Iowa State at home and then the Red River. How bad are they going to beat Iowa State? <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell are we going to make that one? Holy Good question. Crap. We'll find out if they cover 14 and a half. Oh, that's you. Oh, it's, a, it's one of those days in Vegas, folks. It's allergy central day. Uh if they cover versus Cincinnati, the Iowa State number becomes something really crazy. 28? 20, 21. Yeah, somewhere in oh, the range. 24. 24. Minimum. Wow. I put it at 28. Let them come in and take it. Come on in, y'all. Well, ask Tyler. Tyler's watching the show. Hello, Tyler Wyatt. What do you got next week against Iowa State? I bet he says 27 and a half. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, Vandy is 0-4 against the spread, including a loss straight up to UNLV. <laughs> and they're at home against Kentucky. 13 and a half point dogs. In the SEC. <laughs> home dog, 13 and a half. Can you get behind Vandy? Do I have to? No. <laughs> I mean, in the book, you have to. Everybody <laughs> comes in and bets Kentucky, so you have to. Not 14, uh, 13 and a half, which I'm, I'm waiting. Do they get above? Looks like 14 is the watermark. Right. Yeah, that's where you start to fall around the right numbers. Wow, we had a lot more people say I was going to cover than Penn State. How about that? Wow. Surprised. Told you we're, we're big in Iowa. A lot of Hawk fans. <laughs> right. No play for him. Leans Iowa. It's Iowa. It's wishful, wishful thinking. Crouchy I, said they covered 20 and a half. Woo. This game here. This is over, is it not? Maybe. Vandy can score. They scored against UNLV. Kentucky can score. 381, 382. This is great. This is this is a must for me. I go get the sheet, and it has yeah. it every game, front and back, so I can find them quickly. Um, 381, 382. Kentucky is 13. Uh 13 and a half, 13, 13. Vandy may be the early indicator, sir. The team, Over. That, team that beat Vandy last week, UNLV, they're 3-0 and ATS. They're favored at UTEP. Rebels are road favorites. UTEP what is that? Bad. <laughs> Wait, what is that? UTEP must be bad, bad. No? Bad, bad. Yes, bad, bad. They got to be. For UNLV, <laughs> but UNLV is almost over their team win total for the season. They, I think it was two and a half or three and a half. Wow. So what Coach Odom's got cooking for, for UNLV. 
Right. I wouldn't touch this game. Uh, one more before we get to baseball. Michigan hasn't covered yet this year. They're 0-3. Right. ATS. Rutgers on the road at the big house, plus 24. Can't Greg Schiano's team keep it close? Or is the return of Harbaugh enough to give the Michigan Wolverines the oomph to cover? Oh. You want Rutgers in the big house? I'm if I'm gonna bet the game, I'd take the dog. Yeah, I wouldn't lay it. Right. I wouldn't lay it with Michigan. Right. Oh, Tyler's texting me his numbers right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, he is Kentucky minus eleven point nine. Uh, why are you ten? What Tyler? Why are you sending me the Texas number? I need the Oklahoma number against Iowa, Iowa State, State next, next week. week. No, next, next week. week. That's what I need. <laughs> this week, right now. I mean, it's only Wednesday. I don't want nothing to do with this game at all. I, I, I'm Michigan's going to blow someone out at some point. No, I think they're waiting. I think they're just waiting for the tougher games in the Big Ten. The Penn State game is State game. Harbaugh on the sideline this week. He's done yes. his three games, right? Yeah, this is the return. Ooh. Does that factor so, in your decision at all? I don't know because it, it shouldn't. Like maybe they didn't have the foot on the gas because the coach wasn't there. But that's a little bit of a weird thing. They've won the game, the three and zero. So I don't know. I I'm inclined to take the dog to say 24 points in a Big Ten game with a. I mean, they can play defense. Rutgers can play defense. <laughs> I think it's too many points. Oh. Tyler had Texas on the brain. That was the OU line, 24 oh. and a half. Okay. So that's, that was the number. Uh, I thought this we'll talk, was Remind me on Friday. We'll talk more about that game. Okay. I thought this was dead. This is not dead. Tani Watch is not dead. So if you're going to sign Shohei Otani, he took off. Said sayonara goodbye to LA. Was that real or was that old footage? No, it's real. Are you sure? It's old footage, but it's real. They went back to Japan. Oh, that's fact. Yeah. What I tweeted was what I tweeted that, that video of him running out and the, everybody there at the airport. That wasn't yeah, real. That's old. That wasn't real. But <laughs> he's not with the team anymore. He's gone. Oh. Uh, Would you okay. give Shohei or Tani? A half a billion dollars. He is not going to pitch next year. Okay. He had a procedure done on his elbow on Tuesday. The UCL thing right there, right? Yep. He had yep. a UCL injury. Yep. Uh, it happened in LA where he was, it was done by the Dodgers team physician who did it. Reinforced the healthy ligament in place, suggesting the UCL was, wasn't reconstructed by Tommy John. He already had it done back in 18. He will not, his agent did not go into, into the specifics of the type of surgery he had, but it was enough to, they think he'll pitch again. And it was the agent saying he will pitch again, but he will hit next year. So if you sign him as a free agent, you get him as a hitter next year only. And you will get him as a pitcher in a year or two. Maybe, maybe. How do you pay him? And what do you pay him? Oh, that's brutal. I don't know. Do you, how do you, do you front load it? 
Yeah. Like you incentivize it. I think you incentivize it. I think you give them pitching incentives. Do you? I don't know if I want them pitching. No, I'm just saying if if, if you pitch, if you can pitch, here are the incentives that will kick in if you pitch and you do well. I like, I like the idea of him being a closer. Yeah, I do too. I would make him, I think that's a hundred percent what he should be. A, a DH and a closer. Now we got, now we got something here. We can protect them. We don't have to use them all the time. Pitch it. We can right. bat them all the time. Keep them healthy. Oh man. I don't know. I th- I like that. We we did that with one of the kids on a team. We told her like, look, we we know you can start, but we'll pull you in from center field or right field or whatever. Something come in, warm you up, pitch the last inning. You know, I don't know. I think that's more of a possibility. Would I pay him to only hit next year? And then what would you pay him? What's the top hitter make? $35 billion a year? Pretty much. I mean, you got to get him the top, I think. Yeah. $100 million three years? Not a bad deal. He's going to do a deal where he's going to have to get another deal? I think so, yeah. I do. He's 29. I think if he wants... Wow, I don't think so. I think the minimum that his agent's going to tell him to settle for is six or seven. So then... Who is paying him and how much? Because they're not paying him forty million for seven years. It's just not happening. Oh, so it's either short term three or long term ten. I don't know. I mean, the average annual value probably would come out to twenty. Would be my guess if you do a long term no deal. No way. It's higher it's, than that. It's not a lot of money. Oh, you think thirty million minimum. Bryce Harper got what three hundred and eighty yeah. for ten years, right? So, are you going to hit pay him just as a hitter? That's fine. You put him in the Bryce Harper, Harper Bryce Harper category. Okay, he's just going to hit, not going to pitch. Pitching days might be done. If you pay him that type of money, he's not pitching again. You give him Bryce Harper DH type money, he's going to hit forty home runs, drive in hundred RBIs. He's a hitter. That's what he is. He's no longer a pitcher. <laughs> Sports Avengers said he needs a full version of that Otani track. He would listen to that on the way to the work. That's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Ross Randall said that's a good question that Dave's Daily Picks asked. What if Shohei says screw it and goes back to Japanese baseball? He could, but he paid the money, though. Yeah, I mean, he's no. Is that even a possibility? No, that's ridiculous. No. I mean, I, I get to get the point to bring up, but it's not that's not real. So we'll, we'll watch it. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. D-backs are five and one at home this year against the Giants. Giants three games out. Must win today for San Francisco. It's getting close to starting to say that, right? Running out of games. That was it. Yeah, they are. I mean, we started to say that last week, even, but it's getting real, real now. Um, I don't think it's. I mean, must win because they believe in. Oh, that starts in two minutes. Yep, mm-hmm. that's a day game. Yep, all these day games. Wow. Pick them. Webb, Kelly, pick them. D-backs. Oh, it's floating up towards Giants favored with Webb. <laughs> Go ahead. You can have it. They've won one game in Arizona all year. Under? No. Like thought over? About, thought about it, but no, I can't do it. No. I thought about, I thought about betting both, and I said no. Wow. 
Phillies ended up winning six five, which just went final. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he stopped scoring. Ten four after four, Texas. Damn. <laughs> that didn't take long. Nope. Texas is gonna make it. Big business is gonna have playoff baseball. Maybe it's possible. I think they're gonna make it. All right, they're in life. Keller Steele, Cubs. Did you have to bring this up? <laughs> got worked. That should be worked, not walked. <laughs> they got worked. They got they got worked. I thought you'd like to walk. I, I saw it in the rundown. I'm like, damn, he's right. They got walked. Yeah, that too. I, walked I, I, over, walked <laughs> on. Donkey kicked in the nuts 14 yeah, all, to 1. They killed him yesterday. I get the text from Iggy. You see the Pirates Cup score? <laughs> Didn't even answer him back. 10 and 1. It's unbelievable. They're what's two the games under 500. So what's the play? The rest of the it's league. T- it's tonight. They're what's the play? Eight games, nine games under 500 against one team. They're two games under 500 on the season against the rest of the league. It's unbelievable. Can't figure this team out. Just Cubs money line? Play the juice? It was interesting because the total was seven and a half. Keller pitched so good last time out. Steele did not pitch that good in Arizona right. last time out. Yeah, true. The Pirates strike out way too much. Mm. One of the top five teams in strikeouts. If Keller's on, he's going to strike him out. You could probably go over both of their props, strikeout props. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I can't come on and say this is the game the Pirates are going to win. Can't do it. No, I can't. Good game though. I mean, it's still still needs a like an eight inning one hit uh, performance. Snell won it last night, right? I think so too. Christian no hitter. Then they take him out. Yeah, he did six outs. He threw a hundred and four, and they took him out. Like I. I admire the ability to stick to what you do and what you know and not let even a positive thing like a possible no-hitter at home to basically coronate him as the Cy Young Award winner. Take him out. They were talking about it last night, Sack and Amstinger and, uh, on, on MLB Network. How do you feel about partial, season, or partial no-hitters? No such thing. Like, you know, multiple guys. Oh, oh! Is it, multiple guys pitched no hitters. Was that last night? Did did they throw it? No, he, yeah. he gave up a hit in the ninth. That's what I thought. Yeah, um, it's not really a no hitter. That's I, really, I, I think it's yeah, it's an impressive feat. It's a dominant performance by the pitching staff, but it's not right. the same thing as one guy doing it. Correct. Need it's not guy. the same. Yeah, it's not the same. I, I would agree. It's, it's definitely not the same. Finally, before we let go of SiriusXM and SportsGrid, Marlins nearly blew the game and nearly blew my under bet last night. It was dead under, and all of a sudden they tied the game at three, and luckily the Marlins won the game in the ninth, 4-3 final. I bet under eight, so I survived Ooh. that heart attack. Marlins need it again, though. Yeah. Like Can't, Miami. Sanga, though. Sanga. Sanga's been great. Sanga for the Mets. As a dog, plus money. Under Zanga. Again. Under again. Third game in a row. Under. Third game seven. under. It's seven. Oh, wait. You can find seven and a half if you shot. Oh, I got seven even money last night. Yeah, seven and a half under 15. Seven and a half under a quarter. It's circuit. Holy cow. Um, Under. I like Mets. Oh. I like Mets. Really? Okay. The Reds lost. 
The Did Reds really? lost five three today. <gasps> that's a bad loss. <sighs> Twins Reds are, came back. Going to be everyone's the Reds failing. Will be the Orioles last year, right? Play great and fall apart. Hang to the end and then just mm, not finish. Just fall. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Uh, man, my over for the Orioles and the Astros in trouble. I bet over nine. Stop. One run. One run. One run. Yeah, nothing, nothing there. 12 3 Washington over Chicago. 10 4 Texas over the Red Sox. 6 5 final. Phillies do beat the Braves there in 10. How about that? Uh, and starting here in a second, we got the, we oh, just started San Francisco and Arizona yep. uh, for that. If you guys are on Sirius XM or on Sports Grid Replay, appreciate you guys being here. Go find the show if you want the bonus time, the extra stuff on our YouTube channel at Boston versus the book. For those guys of you who are watching live on either Twitter or on YouTube, do not move. It is time for bonus. All right, you were quoted in this story that appeared in the Washington Post, or at least you 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 talked about for background, right? Yeah, I talked to Danny when he was here about it. About this, this is this is a story that's been pretty wild. So I, I'll try to explain it as best as I can here. A gambler walked into a poke restaurant in D.C., which was in the confines in the geo-targeted location of the D.C. Gambit property, which is the the uh, Gambit runs the sports book using Interlot for the D.C. lottery. They implemented kiosk wagering over the summer, yep. citing responsible gaming. They wanted to have limits for what you could bet on a kiosk. The emergency rules were implemented in late June, and it will last until late October. Bettors can't bet more than $1,000 at kiosks, and rules allow for players to be limited based upon the amount of time they spent wagering, the amount of money they wagered, and the volume of wagers placed over a short period of time. Yeah. However, one gambler took advantage of poorly priced odds at kiosks yep. to a pretty good tune of nearly $200,000 in commissions were taken down by the poke restaurant mm. over roughly a two year period from kiosks. Cause they get a 5% cut on wagers. I mean, what's going on in DC? <laughs> like, what is this? How much, how much, People are just completely stuffing the kiosks and taking. Is anybody paying attention? No. Okay. They weren't paying attention when they put the kiosks in. They just, somebody said, somebody, yes, this company will do it. Yes. One company. Yes. No competition. Sure. Get them in here. They're putting these prices up that are an understatement. We're on bonus time, right? They're yep. fucking ridiculous. Yep. You can't even exist. In these prices, minus right? one twenty and minus one fifty on the same bet. <laughs> Welcome to. I mean, this can't even be real. I get pictures and stuff. People send me this stuff. I said, "You're making it up. You're screenshotting it." No, they're not. This is what's on here on the kiosk. Yeah, both sides. Uh, yeah, the dog is minus one twenty, and the favorite's minus one fifty. Right. <laughs> what the hell kind of? I mean, you lose no matter what you bet, unless you can pick them apart with the with the reasonable price things that are just priced wrong which apparently this person did and continued to do for two years. Probably was, had a lot of really good bets at an amount that was just under the radar. 
Nearly $200,000 in commission over roughly a two-year period strictly from the Poke Restaurant's kiosks. Like, there was some business being done. I was going to say, yeah, so the business <laughs> being done, and you made sure you did it at that kiosk because yep. the person that signed off to have that kiosk in the restaurant. Someone got taken care of. Was, <laughs> and then we can just literally, yes, win. It's possible to do because, especially if you're getting prices that don't exist anywhere else in the world, you can offset them with other side bets somewhere else, mm. and you do all the winners there. You're taking the money out, and you get a 5% rebate because, you know, the person that signed off from putting the kiosk there gets 5% of the action. It ain't a bad deal for everybody. The irony of it is, why did nobody know that this might happen? <laughs> Gambit has faced Intense criticism from really? customers and the DC Council for its repeated shortcomings, oh. including an app malfunction on Super Bowl Sunday last year. For example, FanDuel and Sport and C. Nope. Hold on. Stop talking because you're frozen. Don't say another word. Uh oh. He out. Oh, he's back. Come back, Jack. I'm back now. All right, you're back. Perfect. Okay. For example, yes. FanDuel and Caesar Sportsbook listed University of Virginia football team as a nine and a half point underdog to North Carolina State on Friday night. Mm -hmm. Gambit offered the same nine and a half point spread, but the odds for the bet were minus 125 on each side. A, po <laughs> a point spread wager. Minus nine and a half points. You got to lay the points. Uh -huh. Standard juice is minus 110 both sides. Yep, which They've is what FanDuel and Caesars had. Up to minus 115 at the max. What did this gambit do? Minus 125 on both sides. <laughs> what do you even say to that? What do you even say to that? Well, former council member in DC, Alyssa Silverman, posted a bill in late 2022 to allow national operators to enter the market, but it never gained traction. Oh. She told sportschannel.com yesterday, quote, Gambit is a disaster. Oh, I, I am not a fan of sports gambling, but if we are going to do it, it should generate revenue for important things like schools, public safety, and housing. Mm -hmm. The council needs to scrap Gambit and move to a market-based system. Really? Really? <laughs> that's what, that's what, I told someone about DC specifically about four and a half years ago Same. when they called. What? Talked to a couple companies that were going to be in DC mm -hmm. or were going to hope to be the one to be in DC. And then I looked at the software some places, went to G2E, met some people who told me that their software was going to be great in DC. And I was like, you're all full of shit. All of you. What do you mean? This sucks. Look at your prices. This sucks. What are you guys doing? They're like, what do you mean? What are we doing? Well, what are you doing? Just tell me what you're doing. Because you ain't booking the games. Right. Take, taking the money out the back door. Some, somebody's getting paid. Somebody's getting envelopes. Just tell me what you're doing. Like, so I know there ain't no way. I can help you with this. I can't help you because you ain't booking the games. I just want to book the games. 
That's enough. We'll make enough money and everybody will be happy. Customers will get their bets. The books will book the bets. Well, you could do advertising. We'll tell everybody what we're doing. It's right there. That's enough. It's not enough when you're not really booking the bets. Good luck, Gambit. <laughs> good, luck. good luck. Good luck. Better to book it here quickly. Marlins under eight with with the Mets. It's worked out yesterday. Right, both photos, right? Both games have gone under. Yep, two, one, four, three. Yesterday you had two best baseball bets. You won them both. Correct. We put we we bet them both too. That Correct. was a good day. Yes, we were on the same page and everything was good. You you really, you know, I'm not a horse guy. You're definitely not a baseball guy. But all you do is win. You're winning. You're getting hot with the baseball. Going to his win. Um, Under Sanga Perez bet. Under eight. Uh, Let me see. Um, My baseball total for so far. (laughs) You you ready for this? (laughs) Get ready for this. I am 117 and 109. I am up point zero one. What a baseball betting grind. You're up eight games and you're up a sliver of a percentage of a unit. Point zero one. I am up. As I said, going into baseball, if I bet the whole don't year and, and I don't lose any money, it's don't a lose. monumental success. Right. This That's has good. been an unbelievable year. I will jump up and down. I will celebrate it. I will be ecstatic if I could find my way into it. Yeah, I like this. I like this play today. Have you guys ever considered tracking the results for Bet It or Book It from RJ Mathis? Personally, RJ, no, I can give don't. a shit less about that's it. That's why. That's why we don't that's why we don't track it because he doesn't so, care at all. So, so I, no. I, I you guys can if right. you want. Matt's keeping his record. He got somebody keeping it for daily yeah. juice. And yeah. most of these plays come from the juice. So Correct. we go back and forth with that. Correct. I it doesn't matter to me. So if you, uh, that's the answer to your question. It's not being disrespectful. Everybody keeps track of records and then they fake keep track of the records and public. Amen to that. Like, so, yep. I mean, we, we show up and do the show every day and both you just come here and tell the truth. That's, I live that way every day. So Amen to that. good luck. I I like under Arizona money line. Gonna go six right and now one. in no, game. Just, just started. The yeah. One nothing San Francisco. Already? Yeah, one nothing oh, San Francisco. I didn't, don't like that. Don't like Why? that. Why? They were down. Arizona was up two nothing yesterday. Mm. I I took San Francisco plus one ten in game. They ended up winning it, blowing them out. Doesn't mean nothing that they scored in the first run. Yes, I like San Francisco. Uh, Arizona. I mean, yeah, it's a better pitching matchup. Um, web. Oh, this is this this might be the game San Francisco oh, wow. wins. But Fandle went to twenty four to one for the Brewers bet. By the way, it just jumped up. There you go. I wonder why. That's. I wonder why that number's gone up. Um, Ross in- Randall just said, oh, okay, so are other states uh, also creating bad bet environments for lack of better terminology? Absolutely. Other states? Yeah, of course. Uh, plus 126 right now, money line, if you want to take the D-backs. Let's get there plus money. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Going to the bottom of the first inning. So Kelly gave up one. Yeah. See how many more he, he winds up giving up on this. So, okay, Super Chats. Uh, questions to be answered. Big business. Matt, I agree. This year, pitching doesn't matter. Legitimately, why the Rangers are even in the discussion. No healthy pitchers, but still in contention. Are the Rangers a threat if they make it? Yes. Hmm. 
You don't think I, so? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't like they're both on that so side. Bad. It's the so way bad. That side is. They I can think, go. They can go beat Houston in a series. No. They got to get by the first one. No, I don't think they can. No, I'd, I I would heavily favor Houston on that. Uh, Sonic says Warner Brothers Discovery is adding a tier for Turner Sports Properties on their Max app. Oh, NHL and NBA. So they might be looking to incorporate more on the broadcast side as well as they go. Um, I love the TNT coverage of both. How could you not? And basketball. Phenomenal. Both, both are they're the they best. They do a great job. I'm no, not so best. crazy about the hockey studio. Oh, I love the hockey studio. In I think between. it's great. Oh, I think it's great. Biz. Wayne's got to go. Wayne, Why? Wayne's, I like Wayne. He's just a like straight Wayne? guy. He's just the straight guy. He's the old guy on the bridge. Doesn't give a fuck anymore. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Look, I like Wayne. <laughs> you need Fair that. Enough. I like that when Wayne. Well, talk, it's not going to be in there because he's coaching still. Right. This is phenomenal. This is great. Uh, Dave's Daily Picks. I had a day today. I want to thank you both for your support and love during my journey to recovery. You two are the fucking mint in my book. Dave's Daily Picks. We love you as well, my friend. Thank you. His, his avatar is the picture he took with me and you at Circa. That's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Good. So he, well, congratulations. He, he's so going through good. a lot of shit and a lot of guys that we know are. They mm. keep showing up, baby. That's what we do too. Just keep showing up, reach out, come in to chat, do all that stuff. It's a good community. <laughs> uh, Big Business says SMU plus seven at TCU. I have faith. I hope you got cash mm. too. Yeah. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that either. <laughs> We're going to have to look at that. For that's, a, that's over. That's an over game, though. That's I like that game to be a track meet. What is TCU won every game since the first one since they lost to Colorado? Are they are they yes. two and one? Since? But they okay. haven't yeah, but they, they haven't stopped anybody. Right. I think I'm pretty sure all three games have gone over. Let me see. TCU. Um <laughs> I just looked at it and saw Crunchy Beavers. Dave looks like a Dodger furry today, something I'll never be able to get out of my mind. <laughs> put the hood up for you. Put the hood up for you. <laughs> Goodness gracious. There we go. Um, let's see. I thought, oh, I thought TCU would have been an over in every game. I guess not. TCU is one and two. Wow. I'm, sh- I'm shocked. Two games Almost. under. Since? They lost the first game 41 6 and 36 right. 13. I thought that game would have gone under, went under by, but went under by a lot. That total was 64 last week. Who'd they play? Houston. Had a tough time with them. They 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 got away with them later. They they pushed out later, but so maybe not. Maybe that, that game, right? right? No, they were small. Favorites. No, they're forty. They've been minus twenty one, minus forty two, and minus seven. Oh, minus seven at Houston, though, right? That game was, um, yes, it was at Houston. I think. Oh, uh, yeah. was it? Hold on, I don't know if that was. No, that was yeah, it was at Houston. Yeah, yeah, it was at Houston. Yeah, that's at Houston. Yeah. And then uh the southern the, the southern SMU is six and a half, seven the line right now for, for, for SMU. Um that game is at home for TCU. So that could be that could be tough there on that. Uh a Dodger furry. I don't know what that is, and I really don't know what that I don't know nothing I want. I just would I just was this is a Mitchell Ness. I love this thing. I keep finding these Mitchell Nesses that you know that got bought by Fanatics. Mitchell nested. Yep. I hope they don't ruin that. They just, they just bought them. Favorite thing about today is what? <sighs> I got so many things in my mind. Damn. Um, let's go with this. 
Okay. We uh, we both got kids. We got both a lot of things going on. <laughs> and the favorite thing is when we could just sit down and talk and mm. vent and mm. then have a good time here on the show with mm. all this crowd and all these people. And they come in and ask us about the games and all this other stuff. Mm. So I'll say that so far today, the day I'm having, my favorite thing about today was about 1030 saying, where are you at? Because I beat you in <laughs> today. Like, <laughs> let's we got to talk. You got to talk me off the ledge because I'm ready to mad, choke man. someone out. Mad, so I was like, oh, all right, we got to get ready to start the show. And everything, yeah. I, mean, I was you're like, why are you wearing all that cold weather gear? I said, my, one, my house is freezing, but it's a metaphor for the whole damn place. <laughs> the whole joint. Was like below zero. We'll warm it up later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll yeah, try. Can try. Get no title shots or nothing. Just trying to say hello at this point. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do is say hello. Hopefully she watches the show. And uh, the girls in there, if you're if you're watching, a favorite thing about today. Oh, let her know at her lunch. Oh. I love they watch that. It's absolutely it's it's tremendous that they watch that. Um. It's not my favorite thing about today, but I, I felt like that story we talked about with the kid with the brain tumor for LSU is it's such a good reminder of like things come out of nowhere all the time. Like he, I couldn't imagine being that kid's dad. Oh, I got a son at LSU. Like he's playing football at LSU. He's Played this sport his whole life. He's at the top. He's in the number one football conference. Every one of those kids thinks they're going to go play in the NFL, or at least attempt to go play pro pro football. He's a starting safety for LSU football. And he comes home and says, Dad, I'm not feeling good. My my head's spinning. I feel vertigo. I, I, I feel sick. I'm dizzy, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, damn, concussions. Like, man, concussions are tough. Concussions are delirious. Let's go meet each Doctor's like, sir, your son has a brain tumor that's quite large, needs to be operated on now. Like, what did you say? Like, like, un, like, I can't imagine that what that must be like for that family to kind of go through. So it's just have a chance to, you know, if you're healthy, thank the heavens, thank whatever the universe that you are, because there's a lot of people that get that diagnosis every day where it's snap of a finger and everything changes. Yeah. And I appreciate, I try to take into account and appreciate my health and that my daughter went through what she went through when she was six months old and that she doesn't have any real lasting issues from having a collapsed lung and being on a ventilator for 16 days and being in the ICU for two weeks and everything else that went on with that. And what that was like for me as a dad to my new dad, six months in, in Houston, Texas, going through that. And then a father dealing with an adult kid dealing with brain surgery. So speaking of which, I didn't even send you the picture yet. Pap Pap fell yesterday at work. Sent me a picture. I stopped everything after you and I finished the show. Right. And I called my wife first and said, Is that real? What happened? Made it through another day, but man, oh man, he was it we were at the, I didn't go to the ER I stayed home with the dog but everybody else went to the ER on top of everything else that was going on he took a fall yesterday hi yeah yeah like something. like 
far, like down Stepped over something and ended up on a metal electrical box, something like, I don't know. I just, he's a tough SOB man. Sent me the picture like, Hey, I fell today. And I was like, Oh, what is that? I thought it was fake. I sent him a text immediately. I'm like, that's not real. He said, no, that's my arm. And I was like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, so hopefully, hopefully again, you're okay. Just appreciate where you're at, who you got in your life, your health, all of it, every single day. We do that on the BVB along with appreciating the hell out of all of you. Amen to that. Guys, we're back tomorrow, same time, 10 30, 11 ish Pacific time on our YouTube channel live replay on Sports Grid and Sirius XM channel 159. You can see Dave later on in on Sports Grid. You'll get us together on Friday at eight o'clock Eastern time on Sports Grid. Back tomorrow, Dave, Matt, for our Thursdays, BVB.